0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I'm talking about a topic that is probably my most requested topic. Finally, I'm doing a full episode on it. I am going to discuss menopausal weight gain, how to avoid it, and more importantly, For those of you who are going through menopause or perimenopausal and would like to lose weight, how can you accomplish that? It's very doable. I'm going to break that all down in today's episode. But before I do, I have to remind you that if you enjoy the content, it means the world to me if you spread the love and share the Mind Over Macros podcast to your people, your family, your friends. Send the episode link if this is helpful or just leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And of course, take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories on Instagram, and tag me at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner so I know who's listening. All right, let's jump in. We are talking all about menopause. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so difficult to lose weight when you're going through menopause? Why is it so easy to gain weight? Let's first Officially define that menopause is essentially a period where uh, when you go without a menstrual cycle for twelve months uh, it it's that's kind of the definition of of when menopause officially begins, so twelve months without a, a cycle um, that is the period of time where many women find it frustrating when it comes to weight loss and weight gain because the weight gain seems to happen very easily. The weight loss, not so easy. And there's a reason for that. There are several different variables that come into play around that time during menopause. So first thing that we have to understand is the hormonal fluctuations that occur. So typically during menopause, we see potential estrogen dominance, elevation in in estrogen levels. Um, Oftentimes, we see the flip side of that as well with very low levels of estrogen that can lead to increased fat storage and weight gain. We often see loss of muscle mass in women. Many times, this is more lifestyle. It's funny because I, I talk about this from a metabolism standpoint frequently where people will ask you know how much does my metabolism slow down with age and most research shows us that even though there is a decline naturally with age it's almost negligible most of the decline that we see is from lifestyle choices like decreased strength training loss of muscle mass from from lifestyle choices not eating enough protein doing too much cardio things like that where the same thing we look at the research in menopause it's often due to lifestyle choices with age, and yes, the hormonal changes play a role, but most of the time it's just decreased physical activity strength training um, and so the loss of muscle mass influences of course metabolic rate, which can influence and does influence the ease at which you lose body fat or store it we also we often see uh, sleep issues so Many women report having trouble sleeping uh, during this period of their life, and poor sleep in just about every way is linked to weight gain. There are several different connections there when it comes to sleep and weight loss or weight gain, mainly, again, due to um, hormonal fluctuations. And um, you know, if you look at hunger hormones with lack of sleep... You're going to see an increase in hunger and cravings. You're going to see increase in moodiness, crankiness. You're going to see, um, you know, there's some insulin issues going on, and that's another one where we often during menopause see uh, insulin resistance start to creep up with women uh, as they are aging and going through this time of their life. That can also make it more difficult to lose body fat and easier to gain body fat. So there's kind of a whole host of things going on when it comes to hormonal fluctuations. Muscle mass, lifestyle changes, like you know, struggling with sleep, and um, and then of course insulin resistance, kind of part of that hormonal consideration. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, when you start to see that weight gain is happening pretty easily, um, a lot of times we hear women report that uh, they feel like during menopause they're they're shifting that that body fat storage to mostly. Their belly fat, and and a lot of times that can be the estrogen um, issue that I talked about originally. Sometimes you know with uh, insulin resistance, slowdown in metabolic rate. There's a lot of things going on here. So uh, when we when we see that body fat is accumulating around the abs, around the belly, kind of a telltale sign that there's something going on hormonally. Now. I think the most important thing to um, understand here is your mindset first, of course. You knew I was going to talk about mindset first, but a lot of times it's like, this isn't, this isn't a, um, a death sentence. Okay, When you go through menopause, this doesn't mean that weight loss is impossible and weight gain is inevitable. If you would like to take that stance, that's totally fine. You are absolutely well within your right to play that card to say, oh, well, I'm going through menopause, so I just can't do X, Y, Z, and believe that to be true, and that's fine. You can hold on to that excuse. You can use it. You can cuddle with it. There's nothing wrong with that. If that is the approach, the approach that you want to take, the mindset that you want to take, you are well within your right to have that stance. Or you can say, yes, I'm going through this period of time where it may be more difficult. However, I'm just going to be more intentional about what I do to get through this period of time. I think that it's the the frame is really important because just like anything else whether you have shitty genetics or you have an autoimmune disease, you know dealing with PCOS or going through menopause or whatever, age, all the things that we want to hold on to that we think are holding us back, how about we just look at that as Maybe I just need to be more intentional. It doesn't make it impossible. It might make it more challenging, but who cares? Why is that a bad thing? Why is a more challenging situation a bad thing? You could view that as a positive. Like, yes, I get to be more intentional and work a little bit harder. And I wouldn't even say work harder because I think that that mindset can throw people off. But work smarter. Again, it's, it's intent. It's not about just saying, all right, well, this is happening to me, so there's nothing I can do about it. Ultimately, like let's just call it what it is. Right? We know that menopause will lead to hormonal changes, that you may deal with be dealing with some, some muscle mass um, loss, you may be losing some muscle, you may be struggling with sleep quality. You may be increasing insulin resistance and all of those things can make it easier to gain weight. Or you can look at those situations and be like, all right, well, I know what I'm up against, which gives me the freedom of choice because now I can be more intentional. If I know what I'm dealing with and I have that awareness, now I can set the game plan and control the things that I can control. So let's talk about those things. What can you, can, what can you control? While you're going through menopause and you might be struggling with weight loss. First and foremost, if you're trying to lose body fat, the laws of thermodynamics still apply. Yes, to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. So we can't avoid that. But now, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you also know that I talk about not being in a calorie deficit all the time because most people especially women who have a past history of chronic dieting, spend way too much time pursuing a calorie deficit, restricting, being extreme, and that doesn't end very well. So if we know that your metabolic rate may be declining during this time, we also have to consider what's going on in terms of calories in, calories out, your maintenance may be a little bit lower than you think. Now, here's the big caveat. So let's say during this time period, you're trying to lose body fat and you're trying to establish maintenance, and you're shocked because your maintenance is a little bit lower than you thought. The big caveat here is you don't want to just rip the Band-Aid off and cut calories super low. Because what I just mentioned about maintaining muscle mass and the relationship with muscle and metabolic rate Right? Like most of the metabolic rate decline as you age is due to lack of physical activity, lack of muscle, lack of enough protein. So it doesn't make sense that we would do something that would further exacerbate that problem. Extreme calorie deficits are not very good for maintaining muscle. It's not very good for hormonal balance. It's not very good for stress levels. It's not very good for your sleep. All of these things will make it even more difficult. So, Even though your maintenance may be lower than you expect during this time of your life, that's okay because there's things that we can do to combat that. Number one, we have to look at it from a calorie standpoint. Do not cut calories too low. If you are trying to lose body fat during this time period, going through menopause, it should be a very slight deficit. And, and that's going to be advantageous for so many reasons, mainly protecting muscle mass, um, not putting too much stress on your system. That's the main thing, right? When we look at stress, we look at the hormonal imbalances. That's the main thing. Stress is the biggest disruptor for homeostasis. So during a time where you're a little bit more sensitive and prone to hormonal imbalances, to metabolic issues... Why would it make sense to add even more stress on top of that? So please, first advice, if you're trying to lose body fat, you'd absolutely want to be in a very slight and modest deficit. If you cut calories too much, there will be a whole host of issues that that come up. You will not feel very good. You'll be miserable. You probably won't sleep well. You'll probably end up gaining weight in the long run. So it's really important to, to understand this concept uh, right out of the gate. And that's why I wanted to talk about calories first, because some of the other stuff you're going to hear me say, you might feel like is a little bit more abstract, like even the stress conversation that we're going to have a number of times throughout this episode. Um, it may feel a little bit less tangible, but the calorie conversation is very tangible. So understand that right out of the gates, a very small deficit and not being in a deficit forever, being very intentional to bring that word back about your deficit periods, about the time that you're actively pursuing fat loss. Be intermittent with it, short-term. Get in and get out, but make it modest, very slight. Uh, And also, what you eat matters. So it's not just the amount of calories, it's also the quality. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you and, and I say this when I talk to clients with PCOS, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you can't have carbs, you can't have you know all these other foods, gluten, dairy, whatever. In some individuals, that might be okay. For some people, that might be okay. It might be a better idea to be a little bit lower carb. It may be a better idea to eliminate certain food sensitivities. However, I can't say that as a blanket statement because that would not be accurate. Everybody's different. So we can't just throw out these things like, oh, low carb works best for menopause. No, that is not true. What we know works best is eating quality whole foods most of the time and getting in an adequate amount of calories in general. Okay, So focusing on both the quality and the quantity, making sure you're getting in enough fruits and veggies, healthy fats, omegas, um, making sure that you're taking care of your gut health super important as you go through this time period. Um, so again, like a, a wide variety of of colorful veggies, that's going to support hormonal health. Um, you know, the the quality is so important here, and I don't want anyone to over rotate on that because that doesn't mean that going through menopause you can't have a cookie. Of course, you can. You need to have balance and flexibility. We'll talk about stress, but it's going to be more stressful if you're trying to uh, restrict foods that you love than it is to just work them in in moderation. But overall, you want to be able to incorporate um, quality foods, a variety of veggies, fruits, healthy fats. Uh, you know, let's do some wild caught fish, let's do some grass fed beef, let's do some, you know, Different fibers and and if you if you struggle with the the food quality conversation, if this is something that you are having a hard time with, then get yourself an insurance policy. This is where something like green juice from Organifi can be a game changer and a lifesaver because you don't have to stress about cooking all different kinds of of veggies and you know getting in all these different things. Like you've got yourself covered um with something like green juice I use it all the time I was just traveling and I brought my little travel packets of green juice because I honestly can't tell you how many veggies I had um I was I was gone in Vegas for work from let's see Tuesday and I just got back on Sunday and I don't think I had more than two servings of veggies the entire trip it was long days a lot of work and we went out to dinner every night I did not have a lot of vegetables, but I had my green juice from Organifi as my insurance policy uh, because it's incredible to be able to combine that many different you know, greens and um, veggies and all of that to, to get in your micronutrients, your vitamins, your minerals. That's the insurance policy, especially through menopause. Like, If you are somebody that struggles with the quality conversation and you just want that insurance policy. Green juice, highly recommend. Um, Organifi also has a product called Harmony, which is specific for hormonal health. So again, during menopause, that's the time where something like that to be able to help balance hormones makes a lot of sense. Um, And then I also recommend their gold juice because of the fact that it's going to help you sleep. It has reishi, it has turkey tail in it. It's great for, um, you know, mushrooms actually have their own type of fiber, which is pretty cool to think about. But when you're going through menopause, you have to pay attention to gut health. You have to pay attention to hormonal health. You have to pay attention to food quality. Um, the products that Organifi has with the quality of the ingredients, everything that they include, they have products like green juice that has ashwagandha and adaptogen. They have products like red juice that has cordyceps in them. Um, They have products like the gold juice that has reishi and turkey tail, really setting yourself up to just, again, be more intentional. They have products that help with your gut, like Pure. Um, All of these things I've actually taken personally, except for the Harmony which Mel takes and absolutely loves. So we actually hooked up a discount with Organifi for you guys, for listeners of the show. Um, you just go to Organifi.com POPFAM, and you get 25% off any product, all of their products. Um, I highly recommend that, especially if you're trying to be more intentional through this time period. Just give yourself the best advantage to be successful. So you would just go to Organifi.com POPFAM, that's org dot com slash P-O-P-F-A-M. And make sure you put code POPFAM in the um, in the code, whatever that is, at checkout. Uh, you guys know how that works. I'm not the most tech savvy, but you put in the, the code at checkout and you get your 20% off. But honestly, through this period, I would say green juice, harmony, and gold juice would be my trio. I would start there. And if you need a little bit more help on the gut side of things to add their pure into the mix, but uh, start there. Help yourself out, especially if you're somebody that struggles with the quality side of things. So, it's important. Quantity, quality—they both matter. All right, let's talk about training for a second, because, like I mentioned, a lot of times as we age, we tend to lose muscle. Metabolic rate slows down. We start to do. We start to see these issues with, um, you know, oh well, I'm gaining fat easier. All this stuff that you we hear, you know it It becomes more challenging, but it doesn't have to. This is really what I'm trying to say. A lot of the stuff that happens is just through our own doing, because we think, all right, well, now that I'm older, I shouldn't lift weights as much or I should do more cardio or you know whatever. like we stop focusing on nutrition, we stop focusing on protein, and then that's where that muscle mass tends to decline and metabolic rate declines. so when it comes to best form of training during menopause strength training strength training above all else it is so important when it comes to improving your mood when it comes to maintaining muscle mass do any form of strength training it's going to help with hormonal health it's going to help with insulin sensitivity i'm telling you i cannot stress this enough this is the time that a lot of women give up strength training and start to do more cardio and more high intensity circuits, group classes. This is the time to do some strength training, resistance training, and make sure that you're getting adequate rest and recovery. Now, absolutely do your cardio if that's what you enjoy. Do your cardio if that's what you enjoy. This is not me telling you that cardio is bad for menopause. I don't want somebody hit me up in the DMs and be like, "Why did you say that cardio is ineffective for menopause?" It's not what I'm saying. It can be helpful, but it's always dose dependent because most of the time, women will shift to way more cardio, high intensity group classes, circuit classes, all of that, and they'll put their strength training on the back burner. So what I'm saying is prioritize resistance training with adequate recovery. Sprinkle in your cardio with adequate recovery, and you've got yourself a perfect approach. Um, When it comes to maintaining muscle mass and improving your metabolic health and improving insulin sensitivity, strength training, resistance training is your best friend. All right. So now we have to talk about the things that are a little bit less tangible. Training, nutrition, food quantity, food quality, All of that should be pretty simple and easy to grasp. You should have a pretty solid um, game plan in mind if you're going through this period of your life and you want to know what to do to help yourself lose weight, to avoid the menopausal weight gain. You should have a pretty good approach when it comes to training and nutrition, both from a quality standpoint, quantity standpoint. The lifestyle stuff is a little bit more difficult because there's some of it that we can control and some of it that we can't. Now, I am going to let you be the one to decide what you have control over. The first thing is sleep. Oftentimes during menopause, you'll find you know, that, that you, or I should just speak in general terms, women may start to experience more hot flashes, uh, more of like just trouble sleeping, um, getting sweaty in the middle of the night. A lot of this comes down to the estrogen deficiency or potential estrogen dominance However, we know that even even with this kind of curveball that life is throwing at you, that doesn't negate the importance of trying. <laughs> you know, we have to be able to prioritize quality sleep. Now, this is why I say there's certain things that you might be like, well, I just can't control it and that's fine. If you feel that way, totally fine. That's why I also mentioned doing something like the gold juice from Organify Where you're helping yourself from a hormonal standpoint, putting yourself into a more restful state to give yourself the best advantage for quality sleep. So here's the thing you just have to focus on your wind down routine. You have to do, like, this is where eating enough comes into play. You can have some carbs with the last meal before bed because carbs are gonna increase serotonin. Um, Get yourself into a solid wind down routine. Don't leave anything up to chance. Make sure your room is pitch black. Leave the temperature at a cool temperature. Um, you know, Just do what you need to do to get into a restful state and put yourself in the best position for high quality sleep. This is something that can be easily ignored, but I highly recommend that you pay attention to it. If you have to get yourself some blue light blocking glasses because you like to check your phone or watch TV at night. Do that because the blue light's going to disrupt your ability to get into a deep sleep. Um, this is where you have to be a little bit more considerate about alcohol because alcohol will disrupt your sleep. Doing what you need to do to wind down appropriately and put yourself in the best position to sleep and to sleep well is important. I cannot stress that enough. But again, I realize that sometimes... You know, people who have trouble sleeping and I say all these things, they're like, all right, screw you, Mike. I know I need to sleep, but I can't do anything about it. So if that's you, fine. That's the approach, fine. If you if you don't want to listen, I am totally cool with that. But I just have to present the information and let you do with it as you please. Now, along those same lines, that you have to find ways to relieve stress. Again, it all comes down to stress management. Notice that I didn't say stress elimination. I said stress management. How can you relieve stress? This is probably the most important part, piece of the puzzle, and the most important time of your life to prioritize stress management. So what else can you do to help lower cortisol, to help yourself relieve some stress? Can you start doing some yoga? Maybe you want to try getting a massage every week. Um, Maybe even going to therapy. I don't know. Like, can you start meditating? Can you start journaling? Can you go for more walks, getting outside in nature? What can you do to alleviate some stress? Take it seriously. Come up with a plan. Understand that this is going to be the most important part of it. So I know it seems abstract. It seems. A little bit like woo woo, and it's not tangible. Like, okay, how do I know if I'm reducing stress? And what, like, you have to just come up with a game plan that works for you, whether that's yoga and walking and deep breathing, and maybe doing some, you know, cold therapy, maybe doing some actual therapy, uh, maybe doing some meditation. I think I mentioned that already. But what can you do that fits within your lifestyle that you can? actually see yourself sticking with um, in order to uh, eliminate, not eliminate stress, in order to reduce stress, to mitigate stress in the best way possible. So that's the lifestyle side of the equation. I know I know that you're probably thinking that this all seems way too basic, and it is because it always is. And that's the the secret. Everybody wants to know the secret sauce of how do I do this? I get this question more often than anything else. How do I manage losing weight, going through menopause? And I'm telling you, and I know that some of you will be like, well, this doesn't sound complicated enough. It doesn't sound sexy enough. And that's always the case. So for the for our clients, we work with a lot of clients who, go, who are going through menopause and making great progress. It just comes down to these basic things. So understand that from the nutrition side, you should, you should know, um, you know, eating plenty of protein, you want to keep your muscle mass through adequate calories. If you're going into a deficit, you still want to have adequate protein and a very slight deficit. Uh, get in your, your fiber, consume a, a you know, high quality diet, high fiber foods, flax seeds, Brussels sprouts, avocado, broccoli, um, getting in a variety of vegetables, fruits. Um, You know, that's where the gut health side of things comes into play, getting in different fiber, soluble and insoluble fiber, Um, you know, even doing things like slowing down when you eat and and practicing mindful eating. All of those things can play a role. Most importantly is pay attention to how much you're eating, pay attention to the quality of your food choices. Um, Understand that from the hormonal side of things, it's going to be quality sleep. It's going to be quality food. It's going to be stress management. It's going to be strength training with adequate recovery, cardio sprinkled in with adequate recovery. Remember, that's going to be the bottom line. Bottom line is manage your stress, get enough recovery, and do the things that are metabolically healthy for you, right? I'm going to state it one more time. When it comes to your metabolic health, eat enough. Eat quality foods, prioritize things like fruits, veggies, fiber, Okay. manage stress, get enough sleep, train with adequate recovery. If you can check those boxes, I promise you, if you can be intentional, if you can check those boxes, and if you can get your head on straight, you will be totally fine. And if you feel like you need a little bit of guidance, that's what we're here for. Just reach out. And let me know. You can shoot me a message on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, and I can let you know if we can help you, first of all. um, And if you just feel like you need a little bit more support through this period of your life, which is totally normal. We have a ton of clients that we are helping that we have helped in the past. And again, it's not that complicated. I know sometimes you wish that there was just like the one thing and I could just give you this, like, you know, secret sauce. But the secret sauce is. the the basics. It's the basics that always work. When you are going through menopause, you just have to be more intentional. And that is the bottom line. All right. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know if you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you guys very soon.